You are listening to 4 Raw from 4 Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. Because you must be absolutely delighted. Yeah, 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 I am. Uh, this is it's we're live to the United MSC, States. Yeah, NBC, that that means my, my my boss is watching it. Probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping up and down. So you can watch see have a look at this game in different ways. Now you can look at it as a manager and say, okay, we could have done this and that better. You you have a look at it as a football fan and say, what the <laughs> fuck was that? Yeah. They were unbelievable. So it's um, we just apologise for that for the no, language there. I thought in America it's okay. <laughs> and in England it's. Look what you made me do Look what you made me do Look what you just made me do Look what you just made me do Look what you made me do Look what you made me do Look what you just made me do Look what you just made me do Is Oxlade Chamberlain. That's a good drive. He's away from Fernandinho. The shot is low and it's into the back of the net. Liverpool lead early. Manchester City are stunned at Anfield. But it's the side with less possession who has the lead, but that might not last long because here's Sane and still Sane. He squeezed it past Carrius at the near post and Manchester City are level. Now Oxlade Chamberlain and he's been a good ball carrier for Liverpool today. And again, he's making good ground. Firmino makes the running behind, and it's not a free kick. And Firmino for Liverpool! Roberto Firmino with a magical moment! Oh, now we have a game on again, and Salah has got away. Challenged by Otamendi. Here come Liverpool. Here comes Sadio Mane! Oh, what a goal! Sadio Mane's almost broken the back of the net! That's a ball that will be off for Mane to chase. Edison will come. He's not got it. And this is Salah. And Mohamed Salah! He's made it four! Here's Gundogan. Aguero. Gundogan. Good block. It will break for Bernardo Silva. It's 4-2. And Manchester City have a goal back. That's Lovren. Sonny's pace got him away from him. And now Aguero. And there's the dink, and there's Ilkay Gundogan! It is 4-3, and maybe it's not over yet. You mentioned the crowd, it was like a cauldron, wasn't it, the noise that was coming out. You had a song as well, it's probably <laughs> been John Arnorisa, the last person that had a song like that. How did that feel for you in that moment? Yeah, it was unbelievable, you know, just after probably scored the fourth, and, you know, I'd won a couple of tackles, and... And stuff like that, and then to hear them sing your name, you know, it's always it's always nice, especially you know behind that cob, the noise that they make, and you know it started getting going, and you know it does, it gives you goosebumps, and um, you know I can't thank them enough for the support they've shown me since day one, really, and um, but you know when when people come to Anfield, you know what you know what the atmosphere is going to be like, and you know I thought today that's that's the best I've played. You know I'm sure I'm sure as the coaches and manager will put things together and see what we could have done better for the last two goals. You know they're probably sloppy in our part. Um, but, you know, it was all about getting the three points today, whether it was 1-0 or 4-3, we're absolutely delighted with it. But, you know, as the uh, as it all calms down, then I'm sure we'll, we'll get that analysis out and then, um, you know, see what we could do better for all three goals. And um, if we look at that, then we can try to carry the mistakes. And just finally, Robbo, it does prove, doesn't it, absolutely that Liverpool can compete with this great Manchester City team at the very top of the table. Of course, you know, since 
you know, since the word go, they've been they've been different class really. You know, they've been a class above everyone, and that's why that's why they're so far ahead. But we know that on our day that we can compete with anyone. And Welcome to Four Raw. Four Raw is an official podcast of Four Fields of Anfield Road. We are at www.foresite, that's F-O-A-R-S-I-T-E dot com, a great international community of Reds. Thank you for joining us on this show and what a show we have for you. Um, Liverpool 4, Manchester City 3, a fantastic game, a great game. Um, I'm your host, Joe, but once again, I'm not alone on the show. I've got three guests with me. Say hi to my first guest, still trying to grow some chest hair. Say hi, Rithwick. Hello, guys. What a win yesterday. What a win yesterday, indeed. What a win yesterday. What a game. And next on the line is um, a guy who sounds like a scouser, but who's never been there. Say hi, Vaishak. <laughs> Hello, guys. <laughs> hey, good to have you back again on the show. Second time, Ron. Um, uh, saw that you had a good time on the first show. Um, we're going to do a, a, a really good one this time, Ron. And last but not the least... Because it's definitely not not the least if you've seen his size. He's, he's quite huge. Say hi, Shibasis Roy. Uh, have you seen my size? Okay, uh, scratch that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, what a game it was, wasn't it? What a game. What a game. Um, reactions, Shibo. Yeah, I actually predicted 3-2, yeah. but we went, uh, we did one better. Mm-hmm. So at 4-1, I'm thinking that, uh, well, we can't uh, stuff this one up anymore. It's <laughs> oh. done, right? It's done. <laughs> but hey, it's the Liverpool way, man. But uh. Wow. I mean, those eight minutes, mm. oh, the things that went through my mind, that we are doing this to City, for Christ's sake. Mm. City. Mm. The invincible city. I mean, the whole world's been eulogizing them. Mm. The best team in Europe. And look what we did to them. And we can do that to them. To any team for that matter. Yep. So, fantastic. Amazing. Rithik, what was your reaction um, going through the sheer emotion um, of the game? I guess, you know, for me, there was so much extreme how did you how did you react goosebumps all over because first ox put us in the lead and a mistake from a combined mistake from gomez and carries uh, gifted sane the goal i was mm-hmm. very frustrated at half time because it was typical liverpool we gifted them the goal mm-hmm. and when bobby scored i did a specific clock type fist pump here so <laughs> my parents were sleeping and and they were like, what? What are you doing, man? <laughs> I hope you didn't they were, break they anything. Were disturbed, they, were disturbed, yeah, they were disturbed by my noise. So it was, it was all good, except for the last 10 minutes. Oh, it was nervy as fuck, man. So nervous. I was so just nervous. To clear, I just to be clear, yeah. your parents went, what are you doing, kid? Not what are you up to, man? <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Come on. Don't be so cruel. Good one there, Dad. <laughs> I give you permission to punch him in the face next time if you see him, okay? Hey, um, Vaishap, going into this game, Vaishap, um, what, what, what were your thoughts going into this game 
knowing that, you know, we were at the end of a very heavy drubbing from City um, um, at their home ground and going to this game, knowing that VVD was um, unfit. Um, what was your what was your thoughts going into this game and then as the game evolved? Yeah, uh, like on the day when news broke out that uh, VVD was not going to be featured, it kind of took the sting out of the game for me, honestly. <clears throat> like till that moment, I was like 100% certain that uh, we'd be, you know, getting revenge for our humiliation at, you know, at Etihad. So, but yeah, I mean, then I thought like, you know, uh, there were, there were plenty of games before, you know, which we won comfortably without VVD. So, yeah. So, I had like, you know, confidence that we would you know, take the win, not nick it, you know, as it happened later on. But, yeah, like, it, it was just a good feeling that we had. I had. I mean, most of us must have had that. That, you know, we'll end series run and hopefully it happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to mention this name just probably the one and only time in this podcast. Okay. Shibo, do you miss Coutinho? Uh, not on the back of that performance, no. And uh, I'll, I'll visit that uh, topic a bit later okay. because I have a fair few things to say about that. <laughs> okay. But uh, to be honest, no, no, not at all. Right. So we have a new member in the Fab Four. On new members, I don't know who's oh, is yeah. it a Fab Four or Fab Five right now because uh, Ox could go in there, um, uh, Robertson could definitely go in there. Um, I don't know what game Robertson was playing. He was playing in a different. He was, he was. I think he took some drugs before the game or something. <laughs> I think he's still running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Forrest Gump, you know, he's he's still he's still running. Right, right. right. <laughs> it felt that way. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, your your connection is pretty bad, actually. Oh, yeah. It must be my network. I, I said that uh, it was Robertson doing the gig and pressing. Yeah, I don't know what pressing he was doing. That but that definitely was not Gergen pressing. It was out of this world pressing. <laughs> actually, you know what? I mean, we're gonna to get to him in a bit, but I can tell you, you know who he reminded me of, and and this one probably only the old old guys would get it, and none of you probably have been supporting. Liverpool as far as as much as as long as I have, but he actually reminded me of Crazy Horse Emlyn Hughes. That's what he that's what he reminded me of. Just running around like a donkey. And it's not as if he was running around aimlessly. He was he was snapping at people's um, heels, city's heels, and you know not giving them any time um, to breathe. Okay, never mind. Let's put that one side for now. Um, okay, let's talk about the team setup. Okay. Um, I think if you look at the game, um, Klopp actually went through several formation changes in that in that one game. Um, but just like a, a you know, from speaking from a fan's perspective, I at least was so taken up by the dynamics, the motion of the game, and the emotional Im- impact of it. I was in no state of mind to actually, you know, pick pick the formation or the things that were taking place. It was just a rush, just a mad rush of adrenaline. I, I can't imagine what, what is it for the guys to play out there in the pitch mm. or a spectator like me jumping up and down and then they score late 
and the entire emotional turmoil mm-hmm. i mean the highs and the very lows i was in no state Mm-hmm. for any kind of tactical analysis i mean we were blowing city away yeah. till the mid part of second half and that's it man i don't want to know anything else i don't need to know anything else if you actually look at the if you actually track the formation um changes um um throughout the game um it was actually evolving it, it started out of 433 and at one point it was a 451 and another point it was a 4231 and then another point it was a 442 so it was very much an evolving thing obviously attack, um um a defensive formation and an offensive formation can change uh, as the game progresses but for great from the outset we knew that it was going to be a great game wasn't it vaishak because you could see that you know players were up for it and the crowd enfield wow just wow yeah exactly the crowd really got behind our boys and that in turn i think provided them with the extra energy that you know um they used to press city they like just as yogan uh, said in his post match uh, conference that the pressing was like out of this planet So yeah and it was really good to see uh, Andrew Robertson going all the way from left back to series box it's a pity that he, he didn't uh, nick the ball and you know set up a scoring chance yeah. but <laughs> goodness me it was really really thrilling to watch it i mean was. like <laughs> i was trembling uh, you know at the end of the final whistle goodness me not only trembling i was sweating i was choking i could <laughs> I hear yeah, you mate. I hear you mate. Bag of emotions. I mean on the live game cafe basically, I mean there was at one point I think it was at 4-1. I literally had tears come out of my eyes and also my was I you know you know there's this article right on the on the site right now that um I think it was Lovren. I will get to Lovren in, in just a bit. He was made captain for the night. Uh he said it was a great honor and a privilege to to captain the this incredible club he said. But he says that he, you know you get chills when Liverpool play that play like that. And certainly I got the chills. Um uh, I'm sure that it was the same for you Shibo. Oh yeah, absolutely. Chills and uh, for large parts I couldn't believe what I was watching. Mm. This is a great advert for the game for Premier League as a whole mm. but I I believe that I mean I always knew that the game would be good because uh, and 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 make no mistake about it for the quality of the game city need to be given their props as well yeah unlike certain other world beating manager or whatever uh, pep didn't come here to park the bus because that's that's not the way he plays that's not the way we play so it always had to be that kind of a game that they would go at us we would you know go for them mm. and uh, there was never going to be a dull game i at least uh, didn't think it, it was going to be one and it certainly didn't disappoint yeah and that's exactly how football should be yeah absolutely I completely you, agree yeah. you know you, you you ask me that should we have conceded the late goals no we should not have but um, you know if we don't play like that we wouldn't have scored the four goals either mm-hmm. so i take that okay let's let's start with the performance of our boys okay um vaishak starting from the back um when you saw karius on the team sheet rather than minule did you feel that this is klopp having already made up his mind now karius is going to be his number one did you get this these kinds of thought yeah exactly and i think uh, you can said before the match that if loris uh, performs well in this game 
you know he'll retain his place for the remaining games so yeah i'm all for that i still you know no matter what people might say after yesterday's game we may or may not need a new goalkeeper but i'm all for the, you know the uh what do you call that i'm all for the club's view uh, regarding loris to be given you know chance for the re- remainder of the season like he needs some game time he needs a good run in and um i'm i'm still confident in him and i still believe that he will perform prior to this game he played like i think 10 or 11 games mostly in the champions league and in the fa cup uh he um well we won all those games i mean i'm not saying that he was his whole reason behind all those wins mm-hmm. but i still believe that he needs to be given a run in so that you know he can gain some confidence and he'll improve okay so you said um if he does well in this game take his chance you know he he might be you know supplanting if he hasn't already minule as number one shibo do you think he took mm. his chance then no he didn't take his chance okay. no and the verdict verdict is still out whether we will require a new goalkeeper or not we might but i will say this that now that karius has been picked as the goalkeeper for this crunch tie mm-hmm. we should give him another 3 4 games and see how he performs over that period of time um and see whether he is capable of taking up the mantle of the you know number one goalkeeper uh do you, do you blame him do you blame him for conceding that goal against sane do you okay no, basically we know two people were basically involved in the in the concession of that first goal by sane right uh-huh. gomez yeah. basically he let the ball drift over him okay right. and karius right, yeah. beaten being beaten at the near post now on the balance uh-huh. of for lack of a better term assigning fault assigning blame who would you blame the most in this goal Well on that goal I I would have to blame uh, Gomez because it was his job to track him and he got distracted he was watching the ball Sane kind of drifted past him mm-hmm. or Gomez actually uh, lost the flight of the ball and went toward the ball when he should have been with Sane and Sane uh, the quality player he is took full advantage having said that Karius is not to be absolved of his uh, you know deficit for that goal he was at fault he should not have been beaten at near post again i'll say this uh, it will sound a little stupid having said that it was such a fiercely struck you know shot that we have seen other goalkeepers concede that way as well yeah. but it should but but you know ideally he should not have conceded that yeah yeah, yeah right yeah yeah okay hmm uh, rhythmic are you back yeah i'm Okay, so sounding a little bit more stable now. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, um what do you think of this partnership then Lovren Matip? Did you think that Klavan should have started or you think this was pretty 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 much What did you how did you react to seeing Lovren with the armband? Ah. Uh, <laughs> back we saw the armband so it was a bit surprising not very that and actually He's been pretty too much. Yeah, a lot of mistakes, but yeah, we did too much of them. Sorry, Rithvik, no. I think your your yeah your connection is quite bad. Hello, your connection oh, is quite hello. bad. Yeah, your connection is quite bad. I think maybe did you drop the call and come back in just now or not? 
Um, and then turns later on, it turns out it's a bit different. The, those roles were a little bit swapped. So Emre stood sh- uh, stood back a bit, and then Ginny um, uh, went forward a little bit more. But one guy that's continued to bomb forward is um, Alex Oxley-Chamberlain. That was a great goal that he took, Shibo. A fantastic goal. And I could not have been happier for him. Yeah. Just look at the strides that he has he has made since, you know, uh, switching from Arsenal. Yeah. And shows what a great man-manager Klopp is. Yeah. At Arsenal, he was almost relegated to being fringe players. He yeah. was playing out wide, even yeah. at right back. Yeah. And when Klopp signed him, I think after signing him, the, in the very first press conference, Klopp said that there's too much of a midfielder in Ox. Mm. I don't want to play him out wide. And you, you can tell, you can just tell from, from this comment that he knows his players. He knows what, uh, what he needs for his team. And kudos to the you know, scouting team, to Klopp, to everyone involved for that, uh, that uh, transfer. They made it happen and look at the player we have. Yeah. We didn't miss the name, which is not to be taken anymore. We didn't miss him at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even with his pre-game thing, I mean, with the Coutinho, with defending Coutinho and then yeah, interviews yeah. and all that. Exactly. And this guy is just, he's just going up and up in, 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 in all the Reds books, you know. Um, and the one thing that he, he really was lacking was the confidence. And now, you know, he's got, he's, is that his second goal or his third goal? It's, it's, I think in the second league, it's uh, his second goal, overall third goal, I think. Yeah. And he's coming back. He's playing with, you know, with, with confidence and surging forward. Such a threat, such a threat. I don't know. I think in a lot of people's eyes, he is probably a man of a match contender or the match, man of the match. I, would, I don't know. Would you, do you think he was for you or, or somebody else? Um, yeah, I, I, I would give it to him. I would give it to him because he started it all and he was all over the pitch. Okay. He was all over the pitch throughout the game, never relented, always snapping at heels, always winning balls and just the whole desire to perform for your team mm-hmm. that shines through that that shown through all 11 of them mm-hmm. but ox and then robo and john and even Ginny, they were all amazing yesterday night so what i mean this is a i i feel sorry for someone who has left i don't know what kind of career that guy is <laughs> going to have maybe maybe he will you know become a great player he already is one but it's just it's just sad i mean you if you uh, forego such a challenge and go on to you know easier and greener pastures i just feel sad for the guy man i mean <laughs> I, I always am uh, consider myself a fighter that you know i'm i'm willing to fight for something yeah and we are on the cusp of something great here and i, I truly believe that okay. one or two more signings perhaps the this summer window and we'll be on to something, trust me. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, apparently he who shall not be named was jumping on his couch, <laughs> in a, in a new couch in Barcelona <laughs> celebrating this win, according well, to Klopp. According to Klopp. So, <laughs> you know. Um, let's talk about his fellow Brazilian that he left behind. Um, um, Vaisha, um, what do you think of Firmino's performance then? Oh, sheer brilliance. Like, sheer, sheer brilliance. Um, like uh, the way that he scored the goal, I mean the audacity that he had to chip Edison 
it's not the greatest yeah it's like he look edison is a good goalkeeper but he's not great but still i mean i just literally <laughs> <laughs> jumped out laughing uh when the ball was like you know hit in the back of the net it was like pure pure brilliance like i don't know there is no other number 9 in the premier league hands down who works as good as him and who scores as good as him i mean he's just too good he's good to watch yeah. i mean and the celebrations are like you know <laughs> on another level to <laughs> i just love it he <laughs> just takes his shirt off too much you know he's oh. <laughs> why do he does he yeah, do exactly. that exactly <laughs> i don't know in the bright remember in the brighton game he was like trying to kick hendo <laughs> I think we should just yeah, glue but, his yeah. shirt to his body or something put some I don't know s- staple the shirt to his body or something one of these days uh, somebody one of the teammates should carry one of his uh, you know Bobby's metallic ties <laughs> and when he scores Bobby should put that on post <laughs> for the camera that will be quite a celebration man of course I do co- it'll come on FIFA hey you know yeah he- <laughs> you know what you know i i, I can't pick um i can't pick my f- well all the four goals that we scored were just so good um i mean okay you've talked about fabinho's goal how about mane's goal that was another beauty um of course we 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 need to get a sala of course um that one the goal that he scored was was the basically the one where you know all the tears and all the the pants were quite liquidized in a way um we won't talk about that for a moment i've got a special segment just for that um but um we just going to take a small break well it's not really a break um earlier uh, today i uh, spoke to halim hasan uh, who is a red uh, from kuching uh, malaysia um and he attended he was at anfield he he was at uh, the cops uh, cop end uh, for this game liverpool manchester city um and you know it was an amazing uh, experience for him so i had a chance to talk to him uh for 10 15 minutes and um this is the interview and i've titled this segment anfield virgin enjoy the first time i I am joined on the line by Halim Hassan. Halim, um say hi Halim. Hi, hi everyone. Hey, how are you doing, mate? I'm okay, sir. Okay, um <laughs> interesting. Uh, I was actually looking a guest uh looking for an additional guest for the show. Um and um as I was re- reviewing my Twitter timeline, uh, I saw a tweet uh from you. Obvi- obviously, I was not following you. You were not, were not following us as well, but I think it was from okay. another another person that I was following and then they retweeted and then you appeared on my timeline and I saw your All wonderful right. tweet and you appeared. No problem. Uh first time uh at uh, at Anfield. So I'm calling this set- segment um Anfield Virgins. Uh Uh, a description of a first time experience um at Anfield I'm assuming that it was your first time match day experience um unfortunately not <laughs> ah okay ah okay no mind uh how, yeah. so this is what was your what how many times i think um i can't really remember but for the past 5 years i never failed to be there ah 
Okay, so I'm going to have to rename this segment uh, to to a different title, but I'm going to keep it for the as as Envil versions for now because <laughs> it just sounds yeah, right, it just you. sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, just maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been a Liverpool supporter? Where you're from and, and stuff like that? Yeah, um, I'm from Kuching, Sarawak, East Malaysia. Mm-hmm. I've been supporting Liverpool ever since 1978 wow. uh, during Kevin Keegan era mm-hmm. before he left for Hamburg. Yep. So after that, I never stopped uh, reading about Liverpool. You know, during that time, there's no social media, only depending on newspaper and yeah. um, maybe mm-hmm. flash of TV. Yep. Weekend, during the weekend, yeah. So I think um, maybe during that time, Liverpool doing very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the kids are crazy about Liverpool, mm-hmm. including me. Yeah. So that's it. The rest is history. <laughs> Actually, um, the 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 length of time that you have been a supporter of the club, it's quite similar to mine as well. So um, yeah, I, I, I came on sometime in 78, 79 uh, myself. Yeah, the then. yeah, exactly. So we went through, <laughs> we probably saw um, and experienced the highs and yeah. going through the, the, the long um, valley and the lull periods um, as well. Yeah. But hey, it's a great time to be a supporter now, isn't it? Yes, why not? Now, um, yesterday's I know I saw I saw your tweet. Yeah, you look a huge, broad smile uh, on your face yeah. with, with with a fist like very very clop like. Um, yesterday's atmosphere um, was yeah. especially electric. Uh, could you could you describe that uh, that feeling and that atmosphere um, yesterday? I think uh, those in the stadium last night. I don't think they can describe in any words. Yep. it's very amazing. I tell you and. Furthermore, this is my first time at the Cops End. Ah, okay. All this while, yeah, all this while I'm watching is somewhere near the Amphiro, the whatever, the Grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Stand, yeah. But, but this is the first time in uh, the Cop, but I tell you the atmosphere is very amazing. Okay. <laughs> can't describe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, how did, how, how, how was your, so how did you experience the game? How, how was it for you? I know you said that you you rarely got a yeah. seat. So, um, how, how was it? How exciting was it for you? How did you enjoy that? Yeah, I think for this game, I think we got. Uh, I, I believe we have to prove first thing and foremost that we are not a bad team that can then yeah. humiliate uh, five nil before. Yep. We want to yep. prove that. That's why I think we badly need to win. Yep. I think second and second thing, uh, maybe club want to prove that we can uh, live on without Coutinho. Yep. Of course, we uh, some say we can. Forget about him, but for me, to be honest, Coutinho still miss him, especially his stunning long-range kick yeah. and you know all the goal that he's got for us and his professional ethics toward the club. I think yeah. we're gonna miss him for quite some times, yeah. Yeah, but but it seems uh, like we've replaced um, long-range shooting, <laughs> yeah, with either uh, and, uh, Mane or Salah. Surprise right? me, Ox doing that. Even those yeah. at the stand, yeah, even didn't didn't expect he should direct to the goal. Yeah, we expect him to pass. Maybe money or salah nearby, but uh, he really made an effort. I think he want to prove something. Then after he militated five nil, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How, how was your feeling before? And, how was your feeling before the game? Obviously, um, we got white. Okay, uh, I'm very optimistic we can win this game. Okay. Because uh, first of all, I think with uh, with uh, Salah on fire from Minion, I went to prove something also because uh, he may miss Coutinho, but I think he's professional guy. He's uh, I think very good mm-hmm. and also we really need a win to prove that we are there among the top top, top four yeah. yeah 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 okay um 
it was oh my god it, it, it was a it's a game of incredible incredible highs um yeah, I, this is heavy football heavy metal football <laughs> i tell it non-stop exactly yeah exactly exactly I, I, i can't remember when i have a seat because everybody was standing right yeah right 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 now um who were your be- uh, um, uh, performers your best performers uh, in this game i know it was a team okay. effort but who which, who which I, players really caught your eye uh, in my eyes i really outstanding last night of course everybody talk about robinson but uh, I, robinson, for me yeah. which nailed them and chan is the one who really do a lot of stopping last night the one out of my country, he deny yeah. de bruyne and his uh, midfield marshal to yep. move around yep. as what i think that chan still very very relevant to the club yeah i think i hope he stay for long yep. he's still young 23 years old yep. maybe 24 but still long way to go yep. and another one of course uh, in fact money and salah not really playing very well but they scored yeah. why not yeah yeah exactly and, yeah and don't they really Uh, surprised me Gomez because he's supposed to be very good for the past uh, early season but mm-hmm. I think last night a bit uh, quiet yep and I can't remember that how can he lose uh, uh, Sunny very easily for the first goal yeah um, but the goal is good to be honest I give credit to Sunny the goal is good okay actually I do have a question about this um, when the ball was flighted over um, it just yep. kind of like um, he just got under it you know it just went over him Um, and so there was some 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 mention that it's it, it could have possibly been due to the wind swirling wind did you experience that physically when you were there was there was it very uh, windy not really because the atmosphere is very electrifying very hot okay <laughs> we don't feel any wind but i think <laughs> uh, um yeah i think i don't think uh, there's any factor some may may relate to that factor but not really but really, i think uh, hard to describe rather Yeah, yeah. Who do you think was that? Um, I mean, we don't want to be pointing fingers. I mean, obviously, we won. It was a great game. Uh, but for that, for that um, uh, uh, Sané goal, um, who do you think was was more at fault? Was it Gomez letting Sané get away, uh, or Karius for not being able to keep the shot out at his near post? Uh, I think both of them because okay. uh, Gomez very slow to reflect. Yeah, and uh, to inter- uh, to stop uh, Sané yep. and Sané to. Give credit to him; is very quick as well. Yes. And uh, yes. the position of Carius uh, also a bit uh, off. Yeah. As a goalkeeper, you should look after the angle very well. But seems that he let go like that, just like that. I think any goalkeeper will stop. He even used throw the body mm. to stop the ball, but he just stand there. You know, I think you can see in the repeat of the game. Yeah. I think everybody blame the I think the beginning of it, uh, both of them, Thomas yeah. and. Yeah, uh, there, there was some there was some discussion uh, with two points. The fact that it was at his near post, and the second thing was the, um, um, uh, maybe his the positioning of his body was not um, ideal or optimum optimum for him to be stopping the shot. But I had another view on it when I looked at it several times. I mean, Sane he really caught that ball. I think it was yeah. on his left foot. I think um, so. He really smashed it in. So he really he, he really milled it in. Um, so uh, tough one, tough one. Um, yeah. You know, I think even I on think the telly, yeah. The, to be that kind of position where the goal in front of you yeah. and the, there's a big goalkeeper, I think the the least you can do is just smash as hard as possible. You know. Yes. That's why the ball is very quick. Yeah. Um, Correct position also. He should cover the angle by a bit. Why far off from the angle? Yeah, from the uh, post. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that's where Sunny hit 
very hard you yeah. know, in order to make sure the goal is uh, into the net, yeah, flying to the net. Ah, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, um, let's talk about... But the third and the fourth goal, I think, uh, yeah. the entire different department, I think we really, I tell you, you need somebody really can marshal them mm. to, you know, it's so easy goal, the, two, mm. the third and the fourth goal, uh, the third goal, yeah, very easy goal. Yeah, yeah. They should have cleared it. You know, at um, at 4-1, okay, yep. um, there was a significant change that Klopp made because in the 79th minute, um, Klopp substituted Emre for, yeah. for, for Millie. Now, do you think, in your opinion, that was the start of this mini collapse? Yes, because nobody... And even uh, with Nedim also, they can't stop uh, the brain alone. Yep. He needs Chan physical appearance to stop them. But yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. At the moment he bring, um, you know, Chan out, I feel that uh, we should take out the tracker, not the midfield. Right. Yeah. Right. Because we were already four goals to the good by that time. It was, uh, yeah, four goals. I think we don't need to go score more. I think most important you defend. Mm-hmm. Make sure you don't pick any goals. Yeah. But you know, sometimes... Klopp also make uh, wrong judgment on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe bring on Clavin uh, instead of Millie. Yeah. Bring on more <laughs> defensive, <laughs> defensive. Um, um. You know what? Yeah. I think it was it's funny that Emery was um, brought off and Millie brought on because Millie was someone who actually said earlier that you know sometimes he wished that we they would play a little bit more boring uh, yeah. and 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 keep the game a bit tighter, especially when they when the team is in the lead. Um, that's certainly something that was required um, um, yeah. in this screen in this game. How 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 was the how was the crowd feelings like when you know after the second goal went in and then the uh, Gondongan third goal? What was can you describe the the, the emotions um, uh, at Anfield? I, you, I think you mean the, the second, third, and the fourth followed by the the I think the I like Mani scored yep. with his left foot. Very seldom to see him score with left foot. Yep. And I tell you, Firmino, as usual, very brilliant, brilliant guy. Yep. Being Brazilian, I think he don't simply shoot a goal like that. Yeah. And I tell you, all the fans, we are screaming here like hell. I tell you, like celebrating like we won the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I'm yeah, sure there I was, mean, I'm sure the crowd I mean, was very, very nervous when, when um, at fourth. But towards the end, everybody is shouting, screaming, cursing, uh, you know. Okay. When we start uh, leaking the goal, especially you know Liverpool always, yeah, uh, you know last minute they concede a goal. I think that's why we worried. Yeah. Finally, when the whistle blown out, I think everybody relieved. Yeah. I saw everybody face here. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah. um, one object um, of derision from the crowd was once again the snake Raheem uh, Sterling. Sterling. Uh, yeah. uh, was yeah, was it as intense as we th- we saw on on the telly the the, the amount of uh, abuse that he was getting from the fans? Yeah, I think that's very normal. I think uh, sometimes <laughs> I find it a bit funny because Raheem Sterling really can't play well when people, every time he touch the ball, people <laughs> screaming, booing, <laughs> cursing. Uh, that's the funny part. Yeah. But the last night, I think, uh, yeah, it's good performance. Overall performance is very good, I would say, yeah. Oh, you, th- you thought he, he so played uh, well? Okay, he, he's um, yeah. his form has been pretty good actually this season. His 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 st- uh, stats, uh, offensive stats, very much very close to Salah. Not obviously the same, but yeah. very very close. He's been a key player for them as well as yeah. um, uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Yep, 
I think they were no doubt Kevin De Bruyne, but Sterling really under um, Guardiola, I think he improved a lot. Yeah, I have to give credit to him. Yep, and some of yep. the key player, I thought that when Guardiola come in, he may use the Aguero more. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. uh, Raheem Sterling is a key young English player that he going to you know polish very well. But yeah, of course, last yeah. night when you play against Liverpool, forget about your status. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. Now, um, I wanna I wanna talk about uh, very quickly about um, Crazy Horse or well, last night there was Snake Charmer Andy Robertson, um, whose play seemed to um, uh, remind me of another player that we illustrious player that we had in our past called Emlyn Hughes, Crazy Horse Emlyn Hughes. Um, he was running. I'm not sure if he stopped running, Halim. <laughs> I think he's still running somewhere, <laughs> still chasing down the ball. How impressed were you with Andy Robertson? Yeah, Andy Robertson, I think, is uh, phenomenal last night. Yeah, Everybody didn't expect him doing that, uh, running here and there, try to give pressure to the City player. I think mm-hmm. that's how we kill off good team. Yeah? I think yeah. you need to give a lot of pressure, don't give them space. That's what Andy is doing. Yes. I think it's typical British player doing that. Yes. That we saw Milner doing that before, but um, maybe his age is coming up. Yes. Maybe, yeah. Yes. I, I expecting everybody run here there. Even I'm surpri- uh, to be surprised to you that uh, we now then also mm-hmm. running here there, stopping yep. the ball every angle. I think, uh, yeah, Robinson, he's one of the best performer last night. Yeah, yeah, and certainly certainly showed that um, he put in an amazing, an amazing, amazing performance. And he got a lot of energy too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My God, <laughs> it seems as if the yeah, the the straw is not when cops straw. You need to perform. Yeah, we really want to win. Yep, and then cold night like that, I think it's hard to describe, man. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, okay, before we go, um, let's uh, maybe you could explain, uh, describe a little bit about um, you know you um, uh, as as uh, say uh, someone outside, as overseas supporter coming to Anfield in in the cop um, in sitting in the cop and cheering. Um, how was your receptivity with with the with the locals and with the Anfield crowd and you know post match and all that? Uh, maybe a little bit about that. Obviously, yeah, it's not your first sure. time, but yeah. My, my personal point of view, ever since I stepped my foot here in 2001 yep. until today, so far, they treat me well. Yep. Even though a lot of you read from newspaper, from the media, saying yep. that foreign tourists support all. But I think uh, once you're a Liverpool fan, yes. they yeah. accept you where you are, I think. And I got new friends everywhere asking me where you come from. <laughs> and then you fly purposely for the match. I said, yes, sometimes, yes. Uh, sometimes I just do other things and I just uh, try my find, try my time, find yep. my time to you know yep. to attend the game. Yep. Yep. But I tell yep. you, the local are there good. They treat me well. So the moment you never walk alone, they hug you everywhere, man. Perfect, perfect. Very nice, <laughs> yeah. very nice to hear that. Okay, Halim, before we go, would you like to give out a special shout out to anyone? Uh, I think I'd like to uh, say hi to everyone. Uh, then nice to know all of you. And I hope we can. Um, my Twitter usually I seldom uh, post a personal thing. I just uh, yeah. read anything related with Liverpool sport. Mm-hmm. And uh, but you can, uh, you know, nice to know every one of you. Um, how to say? <laughs> we are brothers and sisters everywhere over the world. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you very much, yeah, Halim, welcome. for joining us okay, um, on this segment. It was okay. a really pleasure to talk to you and hope to uh, speak to you really soon. Take care and
And that was Halim Hassan from Malaysia, a lifetime LFC supporter. We will be right back after this musical break. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. It's just been raining. On my face. And if you think you see some tear tracks down my cheeks, please, please, don't tell my mates, I'm not crying, no, I'm not crying. And if I am crying, it's not cause of you, it's because I'm thinking about a friend of mine, you don't know who is dying, that's right, dying. Good again, my Adish, Montez Joan Matip, Liverpool in the spirit of the first time we see this match, we see Mohamed Salah, Ederson is entering, and Salah, Salah, Gosh, I thought I was emotional. Wait till you hear that Arabic commentary for that fourth call. <laughs> Man, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, it's it's um, better than the South American versions. And he was going, wow, wow. I mean, the things that we do at home, he was bringing that in the commentary box, man. Wow, good. Pure passion, pure passion. Pure passion. Guys, I was a nervous, I was a nervous wreck. I was an emotional wreck. I was like, oh my God, only Liverpool is able to do this to me. Oh, the sweet, Only sweet, Liverpool sweet, could sweet. have done that to City. That's yeah. what you should be thinking. That's Only right. Liverpool could have done that to City. Everyone else came and put their, you know, tail behind their, between their legs and just, you know, curled up. Yeah. Waiting to get punished. Yeah. We went at them and we got the game. Yeah. 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 Now, remember earlier we were talking about um, goalkeepers, right? And actually... Um, uh, Klopp has actually confirmed uh, Karius has now moved ahead of Mignolet um, as first choice keeper. Um, he actually said this when he spoke to a German news outlet called uh, Dazen De, um, and he says that he is the number one. He might make mistakes, but this is life. Um, we will not make any changes, he added, although it's unclear if that means Karius is number one for the league and the Champions League. So, um, it is clear that Loris Karius is now Liverpool's number one um, goalkeeper. Now, the question here is, will any goalkeeper be good enough for Liverpool? Is that... Oh well, Vaishak, go ahead. Yeah, well, um, 
on the top of my mind i have manuel noyer <laughs> he'll definitely be good enough for liverpool <laughs> oh how i wish we would <laughs> get him maybe in an alternate universe but yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean like i said before um loris has to be given a chance you know then we'll know for certain that um if we have to stick with him or not i mean it's just like you know in the second half of the half of the season we have to you know give him a run and see how he performs and if um that's not enough he's not enough i think uh yogan will go for another goalkeeper in the summer after the world cup so that's what i think the two names being linked with us right now basically the brazilian uh Alison who plays for Roma and of mm. course Jan Oblak. Oh, Jan mm. Oblak. Uh, <laughs> just go and get him. I mean seriously, throw throw silly money at him. I mean I I I said <laughs> yeah. it, I said it I said it I think about 2 or 3 weeks ago. Okay? You're going to spend all this money, you're going to spend all this money. Yes, spend 75 or whatever million on Virgil van Dijk and spend another 75 80 million on a goalkeeper. Seriously. It will solve a lot of our problems. I do think. it, do it, yeah, do it. Yeah, no let's problem. Just, yeah, do just it. do it. You know, um, just get it done. But now and I'm sell uh, sell Simon. Yeah, sell Simon. I'm I'm sure that they take yeah. us for him. I'm still, you know, he still can play overseas or in the league. He's he, he's he's still. Yeah, yeah. There will be plenty of clubs who will want him. That's not a problem at all for him. Yeah, he's a mid-tier goalkeeper, and there are lots of mid-tier clubs who will, uh, you know, happy to have Simon and give him a good run. No problem. United. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Manchester United are about to throw more wads of cash uh, at the feet yeah. of De- David De Gea. So hopefully they're thinking that that would be enough, just as they're trying to do with Alexis Sanchez as well. So yeah, they'll still get beaten by uh, new Paul Lambert Stoke tonight. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My question Looking here. To yeah. So my question here is: When do we stop blaming the goalkeeper and start looking at other? problems of course we've heard about this whole ectoberg thing uh we talked about whether go you know the defenders are good enough like yesterday gomez wasn't good enough for that for that sane goal um mm. and uh lovren at fault for 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 uh gundangan's goal i believe um you know it's always something so goalkeepers only can do so much it's also the defense in front of them and also the 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 midfielders in front of the defenders to protect to protect them So maybe it's a systemic failure all the way through. What do you think? You could say it's a systemic failure. Uh I somehow I mean system has to play a part in it. Yes, yeah, sure. But uh, it's not just systemic. Individual errors like the error that, you know, Mignolet goal on Arsenal the mm. mistake that he made that was not systemic there's there was nothing systemic about it yesterday i am willing to overlook that to some extent he should not have been beaten but as you said uh, i mean sane really caught that sane really caught that and fizzed it absolutely mm. so i mean that's not quite systemic goalkeeping errors have been there let me ask you a question do you point fingers at sala or you know firmino or as long as coutinho was here were you asking questions of coutinho you were not because they were performing when you know when called upon they were scoring goals creating chances and so on and so forth why has been happening 
and that's why we are questioning goalkeepers. So, if your question is whether uh, uh, any goalkeeper will be good for Liverpool, yes, and only when that goalkeeper performs and doesn't, you know, make silly mistakes. Uh, there is a, you know, I think uh, a margin of acceptability if the goalkeeper performs within that margin. Mm-hmm. You, you are all, I think, uh, all the fans, uh, well, most of the mm-hmm. fans, the sensible ones will be willing to, you know, carry on with, the, with that particular goalkeeper, whoever it may be. Say in five games' time, uh, Karius does well, all the fans will say, okay, Karius deserves it. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, we we've witnessed the hypnotic rise of a snake charmer, Handy Robinson, yesterday. <laughs> has he made uh, <laughs> has he made this um, slot his own? Then um, this, this Alberto Moreno, as good a, as well as he, this lad, has come back from being criticised last season. Um, now he faces another fight coming back in with with how Ro- uh, Robo uh, is performing. Uh, uh, Vaishak, who would you start? Who is your number one? between these two yeah uh, I'll still go for Robo because you know he wasn't given the chance at the beginning um, he waited his time he trained along with the team and then you know when he got his chance he took it by you know scruff of the neck so um, he, plus he's defensively solid so I'm leaning on Robo a bit more than Alberto and you know like there's a, here's a fun fact Liverpool have not won a league title without a Scott in the team. So, you know. <laughs> That's interesting. So, <laughs> so, yeah, one and one equals two. So, yeah, yeah I mean, he has energy and um, he presses really well and he's defensively solid too. I mean, not only in this game, but the games before this, you know, he has been excellent. Like, I mean, he's he rarely makes any mistakes and... Yeah, he does the basics of defending really well. And yeah, uh, Alberto will have a really, really tough time, you know, getting back into the starting eleven. So I'm really happy for Robo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was, he was in, as I said, he was, he was in another planet yesterday. Um, okay, let's talk about, um, okay, by the way, uh, this is just some news. Obviously, uh, Rian Brewster is confirmed uh, to have damaged his um, ankle, uh, ankle ligaments. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So sad, sad news. Um, but it's not sh- entirely sure how how long um, he'll be out, though. Uh, so they're still they're still assessing it. But ligament jam damage is usually anything from three to three to six months. It is. Settled for him. Um, the only positive to take from this is that he's a young kid. So. Mm. Uh, you know, when you're young, you heal quickly and you have time to recover. So that's good. Uh, what ca- I mean, if you're a footballer, I guess injuries do happen. So he will have to just move on from this and come back stronger. It's unfortunate for a young kid like him with such a huge success that he had in 2017. Well, hopefully, uh, second half of 2018 will be even better for him. Well, at least it's not his knee or something like that, you know. So ankle, right, right, yeah, yeah, those kinds of things that he can heal quite, um, quite properly. Mm. Um, okay, the other thing is, okay, we're we're continually being linked to um, wingers. Um, now the latest link is with Gelson Martins from from Sporting mm. Lisbon. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, apparently the rumor goes that we have actually agreed personal terms with Gelson Martins. But we have been told to oh. cough up eighty-nine million pounds to get him. 
Don't test me. <laughs> well, <laughs> what? Okay. I, I would have forgiven you well, if you said bite me, so but okay. <laughs> yeah. Bite me, bite me, Sporting Lisbon, bite me. Eighty-nine. I mean, I mean, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. You guys must be remembering this from the summer that we were also linked with um, Gelson in the summer. Mm. So, but yeah. I don't know if that was really true or not. But I don't know, or maybe part of you know his agents' schemes, as you might call. give him a, you know a better contract or something like that but yeah and i don't think um yogan's going to spend 89 million pounds on you know a portuguese player i mean it's not portuguese or what but yeah a portuguese league player and we really don't need any extra wingers what we need are you know uh, uh, a couple of uh, center mids maybe you know uh, to replace kuti you know no he who shall not be named <laughs> his uh, absence so yeah i mean we really need uh, at least one one more signing in this window to um, you know give us that added depth in midfield um, like in the burnley game and in the leicester game when i looked at the bench it was kind of you know well bland you know so i i think we do need an extra player a midfielder center mid well to Give us the added depth. This was supposed to be Nabikita. I mean, if we were to have had VVD yeah. and Nabikita through the door with Coutinho's exit, uh, it would have. I, in my opinion, I thought that would have been a very good win too. But as it turns out, yeah. as it turns out, um, RB Leipzig have categorically ruled out Kita leaving mm-hmm. um, yep. this window. However, lots of funny things going on. I mean, uh, the, the, the release fee. Um, Liverpool needed to cough up another 17 or 18 million um, if we were to get him, uh, and then rising up to what? How much? How many million again? 18 million, or something like that. The full figure. Something like that, somewhere thereabouts. Yeah. That that was the figure. And then we have some people saying that there's a deal being done, and then James Pierce from the Echo um, saying categorically <laughs> denying it. Categorically, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. So it's a lot of funny things, and then um, you have Kita himself who. Um, prior to the to the game against Schalke, um, mm-hmm. which is basically Schalke, you know, obviously was their challenger for the top for their top um, uh, positions in the, in the Bundesliga. Um, yeah, you know, he came out not looking very interested. He was sitting on a golf cart and came comes on in the game and he scores the goal and then gets another yellow card. I mean, <laughs> this dude is something else. This Kita guy, even when he's completely disinterested, his mind is elsewhere. He still he still scores a goal and. You know, he gets he gets into the into the into the books. Okay, um, I I I'll say a couple of things here um, before we move on from this. I just want to say that I actually disagree with Vaishak here. If we are you know being linked with Martins and we can bring the asking price down to a semblance of um, you know probability, then that would be good because I would like like us to go for him. Uh, who are our wingers at the moment? You'll say that Salah is going great guns. Then we have Mane. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's great. We are still in two high-profile competitions. We are in the you know of course the league will run its course. We have another 15 games to play. Then we have the Champions League and the FA Cup as well. What happens if either Salah or you know um, Mane gets injured? Who we have out wide? We don't have Kent. We just sent him on loan. Didn't we? We brought him back and we sent him on loan. 
who else do we have who can play out on wide you say ox ox is playing in the middle because coutinho has left and ox is doing great there there's no point you know switching him out wide that's uh, that will be a counterproductive decision so we need someone as a backup and wilson can we, play there will yeah but wilson hasn't had a look in man i mean as good as he has been he just hasn't had a look man. in mm-hmm. but in the midfield you know mili is there somewhat you know kita will come in in the summer we are looking to develop you know woodburn so the midfield i think will be pretty well stocked up but as far as wingers go uh, we probably need a backup there we do then looking at um his statistics um his booking statistics is what i meant to say um yeah kita has gotten 22 22 yellow cards in three seasons with two red cards <laughs> okay so in, in three seasons he's got 22 yellow cards and three red cards meanwhile um our equivalent bastard in the side is emre chan emre chan has got 28 yellow cards with no reds but he's got he's played lots more games in three seasons mm. you know 15 90 90 120 almost 100 well 120 130 games um and kita has played in like maybe 70% of those um mm. do you think that that's what we have actually missed missed i mean if we got got him um that's what we would have gained you know get that more aggression um in midfield because remember when i was talking to to halim um you know when klopp pulled out subbed out emre for mili that's when it seemed to all fall apart you know and we and we've talked about that the gr- aggression i think vaishak you said the aggression that emre brought to the middle of the park and you know kind of contained um uh, city when he left the scene everything just fell apart this way so maybe that's maybe that's what's missing maybe that's the missing source what do you think mm, yeah, yeah i agree because you know uh we need players like that and those um you know hard hitting players that you know if uh, one of our, one of the opponent comes face to face with him they'll be think uh, you know they'll be thinking oh i'm not going to get past him uh, and if i do you know i'll be fouled by him so you know i'll i i'll take a safer option and pass it backwards or sideways so yeah we need a player like uh, emre and uh, like uh, nabi who has mm. that aggressiveness uh, in them and you know they'll with which they'll drive forward and you know put a fear in our opponents so yeah okay okay need those yeah Okay, um I'm not sure whether you guys heard this um funny th- inter- interview that happened at the post game presser but um I'll play it for you. Yeah, good. What's your favorite cake? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting question. Um strawberry cake. Okay. Don't sorry, gentlemen yeah. at the front. Oh, yes. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, gentlemen at the front. Manchester Tower, Manchester Tower. Right, okay, gentlemen at the front, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. My English is not good enough. Okay. <laughs> What was that about? <laughs> so, a hungry, a hungry journalist or hungry guy just came and great, great crashed the, 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 the presser. What's your favorite cake? <laughs> I know that quite well, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was someone from outside, not from inside the club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's your favorite cake, Shishibo? 
I don't have a favorite. I don't have one. You don't eat but cake. You put, no, no, I do. I do. It's not like I'm super, you know, uh, fitness conscious of things. I have a paunch, so I do eat <laughs> yeah, lots of cakes and lots of you know other goodies. Uh, but uh, one favorite, uh, you know, baked item, mm-hmm. which is going to be favorite of someone else. Yes. When they, when we. You know, take them on again on 10th of March. That's going to be humble pie for somebody. Guess who that's going to be? Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Portuguese Pulis. Yeah. Great name, dude. <laughs> oh my God, that's so corny. Oh my. Uh, oh. Okay, Vaisha, what's your favorite pie or cake? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't thought uh, well, of this, I'll have you? I'll go for cheesecake. Oh, that's so... <laughs> <For> cheesy. <laughs> so wow. Yeah, I was like, think, I was actually thinking of something really, really, yeah, left of center, but I'd rather not say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, when you mentioned pie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. This is a family show. Yes, please. <laughs> I'm going with, uh, I'm old school, so I'm going with, uh, with uh, Mary Berry. Mary Berry Classic Black Forest Ghetto. Mm. Oh, fantastic. The, the cake of the 70s. Oh. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> okay, guys. So there's so much more that we can talk about. And then once again, we've just, just about run out of time. Thank you very much uh, for joining me on the show, uh, both Shibo and Vaishak, as well as Rithwick. Unfortunately, he had to drop out because he had a bad uh, connection. Uh, thank you very much, um, uh, listeners uh, for tuning in and before we go I'd like to give a massive shout out to Raheem Sterling yo Raheem how does it feel like to be Robertson's bitch you mother f-
मागणी वर 